0: that's Chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: Audio Frontier.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Barnestown. He is the pyramid, Red Florence!
3: It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. Money. What how much you can pay? Mind. And his partner, <laughs> from
4: the Stevenson. From Mecha Echo City to the community centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs>
2: Welcome to Wrestling Daft, slightly different show this week, you'll notice there's no Rab or Grado, um, however, my name is John. I am from the Marks Podcast and uh, also producer of this show. Slightly different show because we are on our summer break, so you know that point where on Friends, the Big Bang TV, the writers get to that point, that, oh we can't be arse writing anything so we'll just throw out a best of, heh. <laughs> Well, you've guessed it. It's one of those ones. So basically, we've put together the best of Wrestling Daft from the last wee while. Um, and as I say, Wrestling Daft is not Wrestling Daft without you guys. And we thank you every week for your correspondence because it's one of the funniest parts of the shows. And here's some of the best of it. Woo! Sean Cooper on
3: Twitter wants a favour for Gredo. All right. He says, I am taking my six-year-old son to his first wrestling show at the Civic in April and he has asked if AJ Styles will be there. Grado, could you therefore don a wig and learn the phenomenal forearm or his <laughs> night will be
5: ruined? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I like that. That
4: was good. That's funny. Yep. Do you know what? I, I uh, copied AJ Styles once in a match in uh, this company called uh, TNA. Uh,
3: oh, aye, aye, aye. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
4: And uh, it was the match I'd done with Spud, and I was, oh my God, I went and got a spray tan during the day, you had to see the nick of me. They were like, what volume do you want to go for? And I went, the very highest. You Honestly, I looked like a shite. <laughs> I looked like a shite. And I said, <laughs> sweet to God, right? And we had to do all the kind of copycat moves, kind like, of mm-hmm. WWF and all that, and I Al was always giving it, look. Like, go for the rock bottom, span out, go for the RK or whatever. And Austin, he's went, no, don't do WWF moves, do TNA moves. Like, you know, copy TNA guys, and I was like, "That's a good shout." So, there's uh, this amazing gift? See if you, you can put it in the patron but yeah, I'll try show you it, right where I where I get spud, and he's in between my legs, and I did a kind of uh, yeah, where yeah, yeah, yeah. Him's up like that yeah. just before I did a, the, the what you call, which is finishing move again, yeah, was, clash ah, and I just that to my face, right to the camera, and that's big, big <laughs> <shitey> face, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Has anyone seen the clip doing the rounds of Sandman walking out at a a hall in England to the open golf theme because somebody (laughs) fucked up the CD player? No! (laughs) No! (laughs) What did you see
3: Where do we find this? Here we go.
5: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs> That's fucking amazing! Man.
3: Tam osborne has been on and says I purchased the excellent Total Extreme Wrestling 2020 game a day and decided to become the booker for ICW. Gradle is listed in the game as a showstopper, Ooh. and this is his description: He isn't so bad as to be labelled boring. Is that good or no? I would say it's. it's I would say it's better than being... That's fucking mad. There's the picture. Gradu was perceived by the fans to be well-known. He has impressive charisma. Good in-ring psychology. Nice. The selling of moves is impressive. I sell myself. And while he's solid rather than spectacular, he isn't so bad as to be labelled boring. So they right, yeah, What like what <laughs> say? Joe, Joe Coffey was on the show. Was it last week Joe Coffey was on? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Joe Coffey is perceived by the fans to be well-known. He has good charisma, good in-ring psychology. His <laughs> selling of moves is good, and while he's solid rather than spy, you know, spectacular, he isn't so bad as to be labelled boring. So he gets an. Oh, look at Trent Seven. Trent Seven is perceived by the
4: fans to be unimportant. He has good charisma, good in-ring psychology. His selling of moves is very good, although his lack of flash does spoil the package somewhat.
3: What's unimportant? I don't. Sammy Callahan. While he may not be the flashiest wrestler on the planet, you wouldn't call him dull either. (laughs) Love these. I need to get that. Ah! Guy Incognito says Robert Downey Jr. had a great face turn after getting himself sober and making his career come back in the early 2000s. True, but this is just suggesting that uh, a, a person who has addiction issues is necessarily a heel, which I don't think is necessarily the case. I would say Robert Downey Jr.'s always been a face. I want to say he's been a heel ever. I'm not really really aware of his work. Robert a fucking Iron Man. Come on, you know I don't watch that shit.
4: I lasted half an hour that last week on that Disney Plus. So unbelievable.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Say's the wrestler, man. Say's the the wrestler. Last week on the show, do you remember this, Gredo? You were trying to get Alexa to recognise her. Counts. And she did not buy her away. She recognised her, but no Gredo. So Gredo wanted the listeners to try their Alexas out. And I did, few, I did. We've got a few examples what? of that, mate. Have a listen. Alexa, who is Gredo? Gregor was an early prominent German Nazi
5: official and politician who I'm was a Nazi. the of the Long
3: knives. <laughs> a fucking Nazi. Strong man say, as we have recent mention of Mental Hulk Hogan tweets, I feel some attention needs to be brought to the time he gave a shout-out to the fucking Peel Bar in Chapel. My favourite tweet of all That's time. fucking brilliant. Peel Glenn Bar... <laughs> this is his tweets. This is, this is tweet. his tweet. Peel Glenn Bar, Hulkamaniacs. Drink one for me, brothers.
6: That's brilliant.
3: Hulk Hogan. That's every brilliant time... Brilliant. See, every time Hulk Hogan does a tweet, mate, right? Um. And he does that HH at the end. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine myself, saying, I know hail. what you think he's going to say. He's saying, hail, hail. So he Aye, goes, Peel Glen <laughs> Bar, Hulkamaniac, strength line for me brothers, hail, hail. It's a good Tim bar, isn't it? Um, the Peel Glen. I'm the going P. to need Barron.
4: Austin, who has been pictured in a Rangers tap to get WATP at the end of his.
3: No, um, Austin's not a Rangers fan. <laughs> Max uh, says, Grado's boy Michael Barrymore would be a good tweener. <laughs> Tween what though? <laughs> right, keep going. Tween what? Um, Ken Aid Waterhouse says the twins from Funhouse, versus the Bellas, has WrestleMania written all over it. <laughs> another one, boring. another one for the young team there. <laughs> you know, what? I was on Funhouse.
6: You won that.
3: I was. Shut I wasn't the owner. I wasn't own it. But my school went and it, my my, my class was at the tapings for it and you could see me right down the front with my school uniform on and I wish I could find it I wish I could find the episode because I remember when it came on the telly and our school was told this is the episode you'll be in and we watched it and I said to all my sisters you just need to watch I'm on Funhouse this week I'm on Funhouse this week and for some reason I was there and when Pat Sharp ran out with the twins and stuff like that I, I was, all you could see is we meet me at the front with my school tie on and my wee hangmate and I was doing this is what I was doing I you see. I was going. <laughs> <laughs> we went on a wanking gesture. Accidental. I didn't realise I was doing a wanking gesture. But you could just see my wee horn kind of going like I must have been doing a kind of half hearted cheer, but it just looked like I was going wank, wank, wank with my fist. I wish I could. It,
4: when someday, surely, somebody out there might have access to the archiver. Funhouse. That'd be great to get that clip.
3: Go through every episode and see if you can find a wee wanking boy doing the fall
4: Mate, I always wanted to get a show the go-karts. Just one minute. I'd love to get a show that. Did it look you as can good call, life? You
3: can't call the twins that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where you win awards, mate. Right. Uh, Mick Bash says, the footy commentator who did Robot Wars was perfect for play-by-play. Barry Grant, top villain. Joe Mango, <laughs> hot rod style <laughs> Jim Robinson, neighbours again, would be an ex- what age is our audience? <laughs> would be an excellent authority figure. <laughs>
4: authority
3: figure, that's fucking well. Yeah, what's... Jim Macbash, Robinson would be an excellent... <laughs>
4: <laughs> what about Macbash? Is that that big, the, ch- the guy that started doing Channel 5? Didn't it fit my calling oh,
2: to It's Jonathan, what's his face? He does, he's on BBC now. Oh, what's his name? Jonathan.
4: Aye, right, oh no, so Macbash haunted in, but <laughs> the guy, he talked like this!
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought
4: Macbash... <laughs> so mick bash is the guy that sent this tweet and <laughs> out,
3: i the commentator's name is mick bash <laughs> <laughs> I,
5: know I know what say. you're talking
4: about he's got a great he can, uh, he's got a uh, paul uk version of paul heyman kind of accent isn't he yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> and it's I'm a just, goal it like, like, talks like this in channel jonathan 5 pierce, jonathan pierce he's pierce, uh, uh, over now he's on bbc and shit uh, blair says right dirty Durl- den dirty den
3: Stenders. ultimate heel comes back for the deed they should have been written into the higher power storyline just appears with the hood done to Hello Princess. And his finisher could have been the finger done the door, oh. <laughs> similar to the stock, but then has the climax. <laughs> what? The Henderson experiences Max and OB for Hollyoaks could have been a jobber pair like the Sing Brothers. <laughs> Harry and Marv be Home Alone would also have been good chasing the 24
6: <laughs> That's great. <laughs>
3: Yes. Harry and Matthew home
6: alone would also be good. Chasing the 24-7 Right, Triple John Dash. Triple John Dash.
3: Triple John Dash, said. <laughs> <laughs> and he's good for the Buried Alive match. He spent two years under IEO.
2: Thank you very much, guys. You make the show with that correspondence. The other thing that makes a show, of course, is Grey, those stories. He's travelled the world wrestling everywhere and he always has a story about something. Here's some of the best of them.
4: Cut Angle is a judge. Tommy Dreamer's a bailiff. House uh, knows the defense. Um what'd you call Big Tyrus? What'd you what was his name in Clay? He was something. Uh, and that was intimidating because they go the full look they go everybody that wasn't a wrestler to clear it clear it in the impact zone and it was just the wrestlers just the wrestlers and uh, they t- they take it t- well serious right but it was deep like and deep down inside I was fucking marking it like fuck you know I mean uh, cut Angle sitting you know fucking judging, judging all that right uh, but they told me you know um Make sure you've got bevvy, right, uh-huh. for for everybody to the end. Because at the end, end we'll have a laugh about it. But fucking forgetting the cut, cut was a recovering alcoholic man. I bought my bottle of Jack Daniels. Fuck But anyway, so How much did that skin you hundred twenty dollars. I bought five bottles of Jack D for right. folk. So it was lit one for Tommy Dreamer, one for Brody's Clear. Everybody was up at. But Spud was my, uh, he was my attorney, right? And right. he fucking fell flat in his ass, man. Al Snow had this big prosecution, it was brilliant, he was dead funny. And Spud gets up and goes, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, uh, my client is fat. <laughs> fucking crickets, man, oh, crickets, man. crickets. <laughs> everybody's laugh. Like so I got found guilty, and my punishment was I had to day my entrance to Madonna and my bricks in the back zone. <laughs> so fucking climbed the barrier, was back up. Life is a me. I come out with my fucking breeks. All the boys are fucking packed. Ringside fucking on the like punters putting their horns to I'm <laughs> <laughs> fucking going like that. <laughs> you know, you see that rule right? I think it's funny when, when folk from Scotland say the change but because seeing I was in the fire brigade, right, I was going to watch strangers play in Romania, right, and it's funny when you hear um, Scottish folk, Pronounce things in a foreign way because it was my, my boss and she was quite serious, right? And I was quite fearful because she was quite stern and uh, quite yeah, old yeah, school yeah. and all that. She could, right? And, and I was asking for advice about going to Romania and what I should do for getting money. And she went, Well, once you get to Romania, once <laughs> <right? laughs> you get to Romania, right? <laughs> as soon as you get out of the airport, just head straight to the Rose <laughs> 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 I, I, I Laughed in her face, man. I was like, Well, <laughs> say that again. <laughs> Once you get to Romania, and you go through the airport, head straight to the Bureau de Change.
3: Thank God, Gredo's here. Thank you so much for this Jack. I fucking still so laughing. The Bureau de Change.
5: <laughs> He's fifty <from the> apart, man. <laughs>
3: Now hold on, regular correspondent Bronze Cello sent us a screen grab for the wrestling network of Gredo eating a sandwich while chatting to AEW's best friends. Gredo, what is that all about? Well, they had been annoying me all day. I sat
4: next to them at WrestleCon. They'd been doing my tits and will you do my podcast? Will you do my video and all this? This is like I can't be arsed. I can't be arsed. <laughs> Eventually they went Right we'll pay you A couple of hundred dollars Right right, will it So I went up to his Hotel It was the best move I've ever made Because That Next Where you're what The screen grab And me yep. sitting with Chuck Taylor And Trent Barretta Next door Kenny Omega Was next door With Stone Cold Steve Austin Was that when you met Stone Cold Yes That's when I walked in And went Hi there this is TNA Wrestler the uh, grid. <laughs> Do you meet Stone
3: Cold? Well, wearing a Job Squad T-shirt, <laughs> aye, aye. eating a Jimmy John's. You missed it out that fucking us, detail when you told that story before.
4: Because I remember going to end up wrestling in New York, and fucking we went to this titty bar, and uh, Xavier was the the guy in the door. How weird! Is wow, that? that is weird. That's crazy, and he was the guy in the door. So fucking, um, we went and we got a lap dance. Saw the rest there. And I thought we were all going to get it for nothing. Were we fucked? Because we can name named Rock Xavier. I can yeah, we We're getting a lap dance and all this. And one of the, the, the lap dancers goes, um, uh, do, you want, do you want a vodka? And I says, aye, all right. She, would get, uh, she says, I'll get you a bottle. I went, no, no, it's just a like glass. It's all right. It's all right. And then I can always remember, I know, because oh, no it was way, I don't know, just in case he doesn't want to say that it was a lap dancing bar. But she came back with the vodka and I, and I remember thinking that I had a pure smelly bit of breath and I'm trying to go to can I buy chuggy half you? The music's playing. Can I buy chuggy half you? Can I buy chuggy Chewing gum, chuddy gum. <laughs> anyway, she went away again to maybe get us a drink and we Where would fuck off, Rob, honestly. But it was... Very intimidating, stupid wee boys. Well, He's
3: had to sprint. He's had to bolt. I
4: would done the bail because it was just she was going to buy his bottles of vodka.
3: Well, she was so going to bring these them. Him, use were paying he's for them?
4: you know. What I mean, we're two wee yeah. goons fucking in New York for the first time. Other wrestle would remain famous just in case he's feared. But um, But there it is. I don't know if that's a story worth. Is no, it, that is, is a, that a story. story.
3: That is a story worth telling you and Coco. We were the- and. <laughs>
4: You remember there was a kangaroo involved in the deletion videos? Well, if I just look up the internet, Mike Johnson reports who we mentioned earlier. Um, <laughs> you, you're yawning, too.
2: Mate, I've fucking no been in my bed yet. I know, sorry, Since mate. last
4: night. <laughs> so, he was the rumours, right? Uh, Matt and Jeff are involved in making it. The plans were decay, abyss and crazy Steve versus the Helms dynasty. Andrew Everett and Trevor Lee, blah, 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 blah. There was meant to be a Rosemary match where she would defend her knockouts title along with a bout between Gredo and the kangaroo from the tweet Hold, from hold the on. delete or the hold,
2: K. right Gredo, just rewind for a minute right you're telling me right now that you were meant to be on probably what we described before as the, probably the biggest match to happen outside the ring I you think know, that's, such probably, a that's probably TNA's biggest yeah. show uh, uh, ultimate deletion you were meant to be involved in mm. it and you were meant to be wrestling
4: a kangaroo yeah yes missed the fucking flight Flight. I was meant to wrestle a kangaroo how good would that have been it was a kangaroo <laughs> Jeff Hardy's got and by the way this kangaroo can go it can lock up <laughs> it, can, it, it, it can it can take a, it can take a wrist lock serious, it man. can reverse that. Hardy can mate Jeff's got he's brain. taught he's taught a he's
2: kangaroo he's mate kangaroo, kangaroos are, grido, are probably a better fucking worker than me jingy.
4: Alexa pause Graham's song Alexa pause grade music Alexa
2: pause <laughs> have you got a skill set up Alexa? Alexa's for Grado's music,
4: aye.
2: So does every Alexa? Say, if I say Alexa, play Grado's music. So,
4: no, listen be, Listen to this, but listen to this, but Alexa, 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 who is Graham Steveley Here's something I found on reference.com. No, Give stop. No, shut up. up Alexa, stop, Alexa who is graham steevely alexa who is grado greg was
5: an
4: alexa stop alexa who is graham steevely alexa who is graham steevely eleven
3: alexa eleven who, who is robert florence oh. Alexa, stop.
5: Floyd, Alexa Flory. What? Most popularly known for
6: starring in the popular BBC comedy sketch show what? I
5: mean, Alexa, that? stop. Hey, oh no, let me, because
4: I get, and this is my party trick. So it's not doing it. Alexa, who is Graham Steevely?
5: Here's something I found on reference.
4: To no, fuck <laughs> off. Alexa, stop. Maybe they've deleted you, mate. No, no, is Alexa. Who is Graham stevely Oh my god, it's no dynasty such a Alexa stop
3: Who is Graham Steveley?
4: Why oh no, is of What's that game that far? That's my party thing.
5: <laughs> Alexa, <laughs> Alexa!
4: Alexa! Stop. stop. <laughs> Alexa. Who is Grado the wrestler? Well, not it's, 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 <laughs> Alexa! <laughs> Alexa, I've done off. Alexa, who is Grado the wrestler?
5: Here's something I found on the web. According to BloodyElbow.com, a champion wrestler Gregor Gillespie headline. Oh. <laughs> I've
4: I've got you know I'm I'm I used to be close to Michael Barrymore on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, what I was?
3: You used to be close to Michael Barrymore. <laughs> On Twitter, what the fuck does that mean?
2: You Get
3: right to a pool party. Oh, I don't want to fuck you. Fucks. Fucks. John, that is. Keep that for the fucking Uh, Marks podcast.
4: uh, Get Uh, that disrespectful. Come on, that was. You've disgusted me um,
3: there. How how you closely chatting and all that? DMing each other?
4: DMing each other. Um, It's funny because Shah was talking about it earlier on. Um, I, I followed him on Twitter, he followed me back. I sent him a message going, look. I used to love you back in the day, man. I watched uh, I watched all your stuff on you, all your stuff on YouTube. All well, your old know, videos on YouTube. Like Makeup like
3: tutorials, not on YouTube.
4: <laughs> 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 Unboxing videos. We <laughs> 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 go back And uh, I, man, fucking, he gave me a little advice and all that, and we were sharing uh, sausage casserole recipes. <laughs> Is that code?
3: Is that some kind of code?
4: <laughs> I swear to God, but what he did, so I did, but what he did say was, see, halfway through the sausage casserole chat, he went, Can you just confirm your age? What? That's what he says, mate. All right. All right.
3: Oh, my God. But That's creepy, right?
4: Aye, I, I thought it was kind of weird that he asked me that.
3: Can you just confirm your age?
4: <laughs> Shayna Basil's a nice lassie. I met her with, um, what's the other one called? The other. The other um...
5: Marina?
3: No. She... The other one of the horsewomen? Aye, the UFC woman Ah, uh, I know the one you mean
4: Oh, the biggest one in the world
3: Ronda Rousey you met Ronda Rousey
4: Come on you, you, I've not told you this story No Are you kidding me on? Are you kidding me on? Have you met fucking Ronda mm. Rousey? I had a great night with Ronda Rousey I what? had a great night with Ronda Rousey Stop
3: the presses Stop, Stop the fucking the presses
4: I had a great night with Ronda Rousey I'll tell you this right now me and her bonded like, fuck. I and mean, I'm no joking. Like, really, we did have a good night together. She was in AIW in Cleveland. And um, she was there to, I think Shayna was defending the women's champion. And after the show, we went out. <clears throat> and it was me, Cabana, um, the AIW promoters. Uh, what's her name? Ronda, Ronda Rousey. And we went to like a Hooters type place. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got full the beer. And I just walked to her. And the first thing I did was I went, I got one of your chips. And she went, on you go, go ahead. And fucking still take the chips and I'm like that. Met the rocker for." <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you my truth story? mm mm-hmm. Right. Only if it's i uh, I'll probably tell it before,
3: however. Only if it is not an R-line.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: this is very much an R-truth. Right, right? Okay. So... When I was young, right? See, when I was 12, mm-hmm. I went and messaged this, I went and emailed this wrestling journalist, and I said, look, I'm a, re- I'm a journalist in Scotland, I'm going through my degree. When I was only 12, right? I'm going through my degree, and I'm doing journalism at uni, and all that? I wanted to do a couple interviews with some wrestlers, can you give me their phone numbers? This is fucking <laughs>
6: unreal. Right? <laughs> right?
4: And he gave me Terry Funk's phone number, he gave me Art Roof's. He gave out the phone numbers? <laughs> he gave me their phone numbers, right? And he gave me, <laughs> who was it? Who was it? Terry Funk, uh, Art and Jerry Lynn, right? Right. So, me and my mates, right? We're only 12 at the time, right? And I was like, ah, much money you got? £3. My mate, Big Dave. Hammy, how much you got? £4. you got? £3, right? So we had about £12, right? Mm-hmm. So we went to the phone box. Hold on, hold
3: on. £3, £4, £3, £3. That's
4: £10, mate. Oh, sorry. It was definitely £12. <laughs>
5: right.
4: I think Hammy might have had £5 then, right? Because Hammy, we always had a couple of pound he, I can't remember. he just get me a pocket money. Then I said, anyway, we go to the phone box, right? And I, I fucking was like So you know, you need to put in £12 to get to kick it off, because you're phoning America, you mate, know what I mean? You I can't just put in man. 50 pence, mate. mate. You're no phoning, you know, down the turn. you're phoning America, right? Aye, aye, aye. So our phones are truth, right? And <laughs> it went... You have reached voicemail of... I'm like a fly away <laughs> why is that I don't know where my home is I don't know where my I'm like
3: I'm out and I know how fly away
4: nearly Furtado right anyway, beep, and I went I went so I got my shout out so Artruth you're funny oh no it would have been key quick at the time key quick you're funny right, like that, right? I shouted yeah, no. it, and hung up and we ran away you know that's if the post were going to come and get us right but years later years later years later right years later I tweeted Artruth and I went mate <laughs> <laughs> your voicemail used to be uh, Nelly no, Furtado like, A couple t- Needed to play Code Tweety And went Man how you know that <laughs> <laughs> How
2: fucking funny Is that man <laughs> Honestly That boy I don't know where he comes up with it I really don't Anyway, listen, if you want to get more content from Wrestling Daft, I'm sure you've heard how you can do that. We've got our very own Patreon set up. Of course, Patreon.com or Patreon, as Grady likes to put it, Patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft. You'll find three tiers set up there where you can get extra content from us. Tier one is our Cruiserweight Champion. $4 a month, about the price of a cup of coffee. And you get Patreon-only chat community. You get ad-free versions of all episodes. Early access, Random bonus content, the video version of the Marks Podcast, and you get to vote on the list of wrestling daft, all that for just the price of a cup of coffee each month. Um, Tier 2, Intercontinental Champion, next step up, about $10 a month, probably about seven odd pounds. Uh, You get everything in Tier 1, and you'll also get a video version of this show, plus you'll get a bonus episode once a month. Up there at the moment, we've got a few, had a WrestleMania preview show, we've got the report card on the first year of AEW with me and the other two Marks, Alex and Gary, And you also get chapter one of the Gradle story, It's Yourself, where we watch the rise of Gradle from humble beginnings in Stevenson to an ICW ring. So that's chapter one. Chapter two will be with you very, very soon. And on tier three, that's our world heavyweight champion. That is the big hitters. About $20 a month, a little bit more expensive, but we'd love to get you involved. Uh, Free tickets for live events when they eventually happen. We're going to get that up and running soon, hopefully, once this horrible COVID-19 dies away and uh, you'll get a free Wrestling Daft t-shirt of your choice but you have to be signed up for a minimum of three months plus the chance to get to feature as one of the marks on this show. So if you fancy getting involved in any of that patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft that's patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft would love to welcome you to the roster. Another thing we love about you guys and in your involvement in this show is when you come on and bury and put over stuff from the big shows. Here's just some of the best ones.
3: Liam Wiseman, who's the current wrestling daft champion, he's, he wants to bury all the WWE releases. Have they not been thrown off? Jesus. Um, he wants to bury all of them just so that Vince can get Trump 18 million and keep crossing swords with him in the White House. Cludgy pants ruin their ankles. Total funs. <laughs> What happened there? And he, he wants to put our AEW, Dustin Rhodes, will he retire or no? Great stuff yeah, man. Where almost... did they
4: record? Sorry.
3: Sorry, do You need to let me finish a sentence. Nah, I, do, gonna... I do, I no, do, I do. No, no, but you're not going to believe how it ends. Right. Go, listen, go to put our AEW, Dustin Rhodes, will he retire or no? Great stuff from a man that almost had titties. <laughs> 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 Big man, Andy, Billy and Drew's accent. Drew's accent's great. I'm sorry. His accent's great. It depends
4: where you get them. See, when you're one on one, way and we talk's normal, but when he's on telly, he talks like that. That's not the way he always talks.
3: I like when he's going, Lesnar! In <laughs> the that promo.
5: <laughs> Lesnar!
3: Liam Wiseman wants to put all the Undertakers promo in Raw. Fuck it, aye, son. Love Drew, but come on to fuck. Nick Hunt the right minds would run about a Scotland in their drawers and a t shirt in March. Could you imagine I was wrestling, Brock Lesnar?
4: and me standing in the tap I'm out with my tap I've just gone LESNOR
6: LESNOR
4: LESNOR it's Paul Guy Paul
3: like, Guy he Guy like to you just
0: fucking
3: sack it son just think I, ain't, just, I ain't just, get a, I can get a t-shirt on <laughs> 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 I want you bury here's what I want you bury it looked to me a wee bit and I might be wrong, maybe it was just because he was fucking knackered, which is also possible as well. But it looked a wee bit to me like Bray Wyatt sandbagged Brock Lesnar into that fucking uh sandbag Goldberg into that jack I noticed that. It looked like he I fucking sandbagged well. him. Do you not think so? I thought
4: that as well. Um And I don't want to be one of
3: these guys nah. see on Twitter, it's like he fucking sandbagged them there. But I, I looked at it a few times, I thought right. he's fucking put he's now, putting nothing into this. Yep
4: yeah, no no how do I go about this because I'm in group chats with this guy. But, I he'd... He might have been, been blown
3: out his ass and fucking knackered. No, I,
4: I, I know for a fact that Bray Wyatt didn't like Goldberg beating Lesnar a couple of years ago. Right. See so when he ran through him, I know aye. that for a fact. I can't tell you, I can't reveal my source. Exclusive.
3: It's an exclusive. Aye, it's it, a wrestling draft exclusive.
4: That's way, it was not a happy bunny
3: looked to me like a sandbag and I don't know I'm not a pro wrestler, I would need you know, Mert, experienced eyes to look at that and let me know what you think, so if there's any of the boys out there, <laughs> uh, let us know what you think does it look like uh, Wyatt was sandbagging him a wee bit Aye. there,
4: cause go with one two three, <laughs> <laughs> yeah one two three, Sean <laughs> <laughs> well
3: that stuff. she's no safe
4: she's no safe, she's no safe Listen, who gives around. a fuck, it's wrestling, it's no ballet you're a fucking idiots. we
3: don't all slap with legs you pair of pussies Fucking idiots! <laughs> this is exactly my point. I quite like seeing this big woman just like flinging. These Aye, I'm sure she got fucking paid. I'm sure she slapped about this Kyra saying
4: whatever. I'm sure she was happy with a fucking ten grand a week, getting slapped about off a bigger woman. Who gives a fuck? Get out! There's
3: a postman. <laughs> oh, she says, "Barely me and Jacks." What she did to? What she did to Kyra, saying she could have ended her career, constantly humping wrestlers. Uh, up and put her big drew and ask her. Both of them have been outstanding recently, thriving even without the crowds. Big drew is looking the he, he's he's looking right with that belt on his waist. Let me Stop tell you, Stop worrying about wrestlers getting injured and folk being safe that's no your issue. That's no if there's
4: something there they'll deal with. It. That's no your problem worry about if they're getting injured or no. If it's that much a problem, she wouldn't be on the telly. Put it that way, trust me. I've been there when somebody's dangerous, they're taking half TV. She's no fucking dangerous.
3: Hold on, Mark McGill wants to bury The Undertaker still trying to kick a ball at his age. Oh, man. Reminds me of an old guy in the pub who still thinks he's hard. <laughs> but, but, hold on. That's great, man. But forgets he's got to stick a finger up his ass for a pish. <laughs> 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 That's funny, funny. And Mark McGill is... Uh, listener of the week. Definitely, that's, that. that's
2: uh-huh. it. He's already the listener of the week. That's, two, that's a two. time champion. If he's going to win it, is he? Uh,
3: he's
5: good. Okay, he was last
2: good. week. Yeah, he was listener of the week last week. This going will be a two-time champion. he the
3: guy to retain the title? Has he retained the title? He has two time. Two time. <laughs> Now, as well
2: as all your correspondence and contribution to the show, we also get big interviews, and we've had some belters recently, so we thought we'd play out some of the best bits. So here's some bits from the likes of Joe Henry, David Sahadi, Hans Woggle, and even Ravy Davey.
7: Also, there are times when, you know, things don't go the way you plan. Yeah. You make magic out of something, and, and I'll give you an example. This is back in 1996 when Stone Cold was just on his ascension and he was having the feud with Bret Hart. And I was tasked with another very creative guy, Chris Chambers to do some vignettes with Stone Cold Steve Austin in an empty warehouse in Connecticut oh. late at night. Yeah. Sure, you remember those spots, don't you? I
0: love this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
7: You're going to like the story and not to um, bury Steve because he's an incredible talent, but Chris and I thought that he was so good that we didn't write anything for him. We just figured we'd turn the cameras on and just let him go. And we did that. And we weren't that happy with what was coming out. Steve was cutting more of a traditional promo that he might cut in the ring. You know, it just, we felt like it wasn't working out, Chris and I. So we said, Steve, time out. And Chris and I went to the side and Chris and I decided, hey, let's just write these one-liners, you know, Bret Hart and have him say it three times. Pink tights and sparklers, pink tights and sparklers. What a load of shit. So we basically went from scratch on the spot. We took all these one-liners that we wrote in about 20 minutes. We told them this, we gave them Steve to say, hey, say this line, you know, three times in a row. And we'll go in the editor and pick which takes that we liked, and we'd overlay this video on top of you know uh, of what he was saying. Sometimes yeah. we're just look on camera, sometimes these side things. Again, we did not plan this going to the shoot but we knew that we weren't getting what we wanted to, so it's an act of desperation.
3: You're right. We put
7: some barking dogs in the spot as well, too, that we have in video games some German Shepherds. Steve comes in there, and he looks at that spot, and he's like, oh, my God, jeez, you guys are geniuses. I can't believe that. And I don't remember those dogs being there, man. Those barking <laughs> dogs are great. I don't remember them being there. And it's like, well, that's because they, they weren't there.
4: What I love about the thing is the amount of hours you had to spend under the fucking ring and live events uh,
1: yeah, because that was your gimmick over overseas mm. was the worst because like you know the the bad ones were the, the south america ones where sometimes we do like outside bull rings and so it's outside and you like know spain, it, was, it was in
4: spain or some shit
1: yeah it was kind of like daylight at you know when the show started so it didn't get fully you can't you can't blacken the arena when it's an open open air arena oh no, yeah And so I would have to go under the ring before people would come in. And any international... So uh, in the States, it was an hour... Doors were an hour long, an hour before the show. Anything international out of the States was an hour and a half. And then my... Sometimes Finley's match wasn't until the main event.
4: But did you never politic to try and go, come on, man, I'm under that fucking ring. I need a push.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No, not a push. It was... Hey, do I really need to go out right now? And finally, we 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 developed a system where we would put me in like a road case, they'd push it to the ring, they'd put it on its side, I'd scoot under and done. So
0: I'm on the table, and this is basically gonna write me off TV because I've no got a visa. I know, I know this is it, this is the end of the life for me, right? So I'm I'm lying on the table, and um basically the whole idea is. Cat, there's this love triangle thing, and Katarina's now a murder clown, and he's going to dive on me from the top up and put me through a table. And like he says, this guy's like forty stone, and I'm thinking this is going to be bad. And everyone's like, no, no, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. So uh, you know, I'm looking at the table; it's a bit more solid than I maybe want it to be. I'm like, right, okay, hopefully the weight of him will just go right through it, right? So Grado's side, and honestly, see, trying to like focus on what you're doing while Grado's managing is hard enough as it is. <laughs> You'll be you'll be getting battered and I'll hear in my I'm trying to focus on what I'm doing and I'll hear in the, from the corner. He's hurt. He's hurt. Help him. He's hurt. Well I'm trying to focus that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so At this point he's given it all that and I'm lying on the table, right? Murder Clan goes to the top rope and I words can't can't do it justice. They can't do it justice. And you'll never see it. It pains me. But basically have you ever seen like if you imagine, you know like like a diving head, but imagine there was like no distance between you and the opponent. You just had to drop down. I'm like literally <laughs> ha- more than halfway across the ring and he just literally face plants off the top. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just lying there on the table like a dafty just thinking like, what are we supposed to do? And, then- and i You've got be professional right now because, honestly, one laugh and I'm going to be losing it here. And I look and he's like, he's looking at me, mouth <laughs> wide open, like, ha, ha,
6: ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I was
2: pissing myself. You and Randy have two, I mean, you're brought up in the same family. You come from the same area. But your voices are completely different. I mean, how did that happen?
5: Well, it was when we decided, you know, he was having trouble with his interviews. And I told him, why don't you imitate Pampero Verbo? Um, And that was like, you are watching number one station in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. And he was, <laughs> he was Armenian from Argentina. So he had a strange accent. And um, I said, you read that line. And he says, you are watching the number one station in Hawaii. Ooh yeah. And I went, that's money. I said, he's got it. And then he spent the next three months in the mirror working on his interview, and believe it or not, he was never satisfied with any interview, any match, anything. He was always wanting more, better. And um, I'd say he made his point.
2: So um, did he speak like that to your mom? That's what, did he speak, or did he, did he drop? Did he, was that I constantly? I'm going to be, be honest
5: that. with you. The last, when, when I got him doing, ooh, yeah, the last time that I heard Randy popo was that day. And from then on, he was, yeah oh really <laughs> that's
6: brilliant yeah. so we goes we goes and sit in in, the, in this in this pub opposite <laughs> he's ordered his food now he's talking to my over half he's not talking to me and i'm like are you all right and he just starts talking to my over half and she says just ask. is there a problem yeah Someone's been in my room and stolen my jewelry and stolen my watch and this, that, and the other. And I went, "What?" Do you know what I mean? And he was going mm. on about his watch had been nicked, his Hall of Fame, whatever. Da, 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 da. You know. And it was almost like, "Well, oh, yeah, it must have been you coming in and this, that, and the other. And I said, "No." I said, "Come on, we'll, we'll go over there now." Do you know what I mean? And we went over there, and he found it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> And I'm like, okay, no, he's still got the arse. He went to, went back to the, he sat there and then he's getting the arse from me and me getting ass arse of me. And I said, right, I said, that's it. My other arse, because she could see the fuse was getting lit on me. Aye, aye. She could see it was, do you know what I mean? And uh, and she says, look, we'll go now, do you know what I mean? And I stood up and I said, I said, it's been nice knowing. It said, I'll leave you because you're obviously, you know, you're in a bad mood and this is just going to escalate. And I walk out. But as I'm walking out the door, he he shouted something at me or whatever. That was it then. I was like, do you what? And he follows me out. And this is in a cathedral city, which is very busy. Chichis is very, very high, high rate. And he's starting to walk. And my other ass no, come on, leave it, leave it. I said, no, no. no." And he's shouting at me. and And I says, look, fuck off you fat shit. I says, that's it. I says, I didn't want you here anyway. I said, I'm on the phone. I said, you're on your way home like that, and I walked off. And he's middle of your sister.
3: You think? you think there's a thing here, and particularly with Scottish wrestlers, right? You think when you come for kind of working class background, right, like you did, Grado, right, and you did Davy, right? You come for these kind of work class areas and stuff like that. You, you kind of mer- marry a natural in the promo side of things, like because you've kind of if you're if you're grown up in the areas, I think. You end up, you need to have a bit of the, the kind of gift of the gabby anyway. You need to be able to talk yourself out of a situation, or into a situation, or through a situation. So, I mean, the games don't make it. Aye, I,
2: I mean to be fair, some of the best promos I've ever heard is after my mates John who's Not I mean,
4: exactly. It's like mate when I when I worked in the fire brigade control room, I used to go to the patter after the old women see what i'm like just like random things aye. that some woman would go oh i was being holiday, but you can admit it was a big jumbo jet i would see the size of this big jumbo jet and i'm going jumbo jet i'm using that man and i was like next week i did a promo i'm gonna come in you like jumbo jet jumbo jet <laughs> and just we hangs like that yeah yeah just get we fucking lines off older cunts or just put with partners browns you just fucking put aye. it in and, and use it because nobody else does it because it's all I'll see
7: you there this Saturday, and I'm the best wrestler, and you're going to
4: receive an ass whipping of a lifetime. Fuck me, that's cringy shit. and it's unoriginal it's pathetic.
3: He's the grado's in some mood today, by the way. He's, he's gone, he's in rants, he's, he's shoot, it's like a shoot video. going on, end fucking up today.
7: We did the attitude spot where we legitimized the athletes being real, you know athletes this and that um, um so this the spot with classy freddie blassie in my mind yeah. was the follow-up it was the sequel so i was taking the older guys and having them put over the younger guys and by this point my working at wf I had so much creative latitude that i didn't have to run anything by vince anymore and kevin dunn the executive producer knew that i was doing the spot with the older talent you know shooting in albany and vince found out the day i was doing the shoot and he told Kevin, what is Sahadi doing with these older stars? Um, we're all about the new generation right now, these young guys. What's he yeah. doing? Kevin Dunn basically told Vince that, uh, don't worry, Sahadi, has a good track record. Let's just see what he has to do. So basically, Kevin called me during the shoot and said, Vince knows you're working with the older guys. Um, he does not know what the spot's about. He thinks it's wrong. So it better be good. That's all I got to tell you. Have a good shoot. And he hung up. <laughs> and when, when Vince Rachel, came yeah. to the spot, um, you know, in in a room, he had an attitude. He had the old, you know, walk with me. He won't even look at me. We got in the room, he goes, okay, play that spot. And we start playing spot and about 15 seconds in, he's like, damn. I and he goes, damn. And once again, he goes like, damn. And before the spot ends, he walked out of the room and I turned to Shane who was there, you know, along with Vince and said, yeah. Shane, uh, what does that mean? And Shane turned to me and he smiled and he goes, you got him, Sahadi. You got him. Now walk out of the studio, and Vince is sitting on the floor crying in tears. And he's like, oh. "Thank you, thank you so much, David. Thank you so much." So I walk upstairs to tell Kevin Dunn that Vince liked the spot, the one that he was credibly against at first. That I, you know, that I didn't run the idea by him. Um why we're using older guys and then Kevin's like good job so I walk down the hallway 15 minutes later Vince is still sitting on the stairs with his son and Pat Patterson and he's crying and he's telling me thank you Woo!
2: so that's it for the best of wrestling dad thank you very much for listening Rab and Gradle will be back next week where normal service will resume. In the meantime, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. We really appreciate that. Remember, we go twice a week. We go once a week with the Marks on Tuesday and Friday. We also have this show as well. Sign up to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft. And we've got loads of Wrestling Daft merch and you can find that at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash Wrestling Daft. Until next time, up the road, it's yourself.